better get ready. The coffee's poured and the on-air sign's flashing. Broadcasting live and local, this is Lee Faulkner on 864 Triple M. Yeah, good day. I am Lee Faulkner and uh, welcome to the podcast where you get to catch up on uh, uh, things that you might have missed, things that you want to hear again and some of the things that didn't quite make it to air. And every Friday we give you the full smelly boot experience thanks to Bottle Mart. We're going to launch into that and give you the tips you need to avoid uh, as well as that uh, unusual stories that leave you saying you can't be serious. We'll revisit the cafe. We had a very interesting discussion this week in the cafe about uh, the rise of OnlyFans websites and whether or not uh, young people really understand the implications of what they're getting themselves in for and plenty more in the podcast. Sit back and enjoy and so we will talk to you on the show again real soon. Well, we continue the look at uh, round nine and the tips that you definitely should avoid. And given our uh, run last weekend, uh, two out of eight to uh, to Solomon. We'll talk to him in a second. Three out of eight for me. And very good morning to Gov. Three out of eight for you as well, mate. It was a, a bludger of a week for tips. Absolutely. But when you look back on it, I'm probably happy to get three out of eight, to be honest <laughs> yeah, with you. That's right. <laughs> uh, there were some big upsets. Uh, Paul Solid Rudy from K&R Plumbing Supplies <laughs> in the uh, Western Clydesdales. Yeah, um, some fantastic upsets, but, you know, our disclaimer's always been if you're taking our tips, you mightn't end up real good, so if you went the opposite to us, you probably had a fantastic weekend. <laughs> I like the rationale. Uh, so if you uh, followed our tips and got two out of eight like we did, you've only got yourself to blame. Uh, all right, just like uh, taking the uh, Parramatta Reels home game to Darwin. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Now, let's have a look at uh, the first uh, game today, and that is uh, Canberra Raiders Bulldogs. Uh, that's happening tonight, GIO Stadium at six o'clock. I don't know whether it's a sign of that the Bulldogs have turned a corner or just how bad uh, the Butchers team, the Raiders, is going, but they are both at $1.90. The bookies can't split them. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I would have said this would be a, a big score to the Raiders. I'm not sure now, solid. Yeah, I, well, we haven't been tipping the Bulldogs really much at all because they've been struggling, but they came out on the weekend and turned the corner. If Gus is running training this week, I'm going to go with the Bulldogs to Look beat at the that. Raiders. I, well, I was never in doubt for that, I'm Gus. solid with them. Oh. You know, they're with the Western Clydesdales. There's a lot of Bulldog stuff happening Saturday up at the Oval. So, yeah, look, I'm all over the Bulldogs. Very big supporter. Well, it's bull something, uh, Gov, that's for sure. <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, <laughs> what are that's, your right. Thoughts? that's right. The Bulldogs are with them, but Sulla's not with the Bulldogs. That's a tricky bit. <laughs> That'll do, mate. <laughs> oh, fair income. Wow. All right. I was speaking to Gus during the week, and he said, Paul who? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Toowoomba, I've never heard of her. Uh, that's right. Now, which way are you going? Well, if the Butchers team, Croker's in, the captain, he's back in the side. Rapana yeah. goes to the wing. Uh, Clockstack goes to fullback. Jack Whiten's got a couple of weeks suspension. Whitehead, the Pommy, he's back in the forwards. Mass changes. Um, they haven't been going real well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with Solid. I'm gonna jump on the dogs. Oh, Nathan goes back on the wig, and Josh Jackson, the captain, he's back. So 
All and right. if Pendai Junior decides not to bash everybody and tries to play footy, I think they're a chance. Well, I, I'm going to go against you. I'm, I'm on the Raiders. I think that they'll bounce back, uh, and this will be the week that they uh, they play themselves into a bit of form. I, I just don't think the doggies have got it in them to go back to back. But uh, anyway, we'll we'll wait and see. Maybe you should be giving the pep talk instead of Ricky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Blue Bet Stadium five two eight on uh, uh, tonight, and and boy, oh boy, again, I, you know what a shame because this probably should have been a game just like the last one where we're talking about uh, the bookies not being able to split them. Unfortunately, Parramatta go in $4 outsiders to the $1.25 Penrith Panthers. Uh, that's based on last weekend. What happened, Solid? I mean, it was just a mess up there in uh, in Darwin. Yeah, we just had no defence on that one edge and they just kept running through and we weren't smart enough to rectify it. I know they're all blaming Brad Arthur for keeping his son in there and that, but the week before, no one had an issue with him when they won over no. Newcastle. And this week, they're looking for a scapegoat, and it wasn't his fault. He actually played okay. Yeah. They just had terrible defence on one edge, and um, Cowboys smart enough to keep going there. So that's right. what happened. You're solid as a rock, so which way are you going? Oh, definitely solid, mate. I'm always sticking with them, so I'll back Panthers. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now, why do we hear your tip, Lee? Why do we hear yeah, your Yeah, we're getting to that. Uh, Gov, any chance the uh, Eels can turn their form around and give the Panthers their first loss in a 1,000 weeks? Well, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, they're comprehensively beaten by the Cowboys last week. Hard job to go down to Penrith and play the Penrith Panthers at the home ground, so I'm with Panthers. All right, fantastic. We move on to Saturday then. Uh, well, the, uh, hang on. Hello. Where'd we go, oh, Lee? Where were you? Right, okay. Uh, yep, yeah, solid number two. Uh, I'm on the Panthers. Uh, it's hard to see them. I'm, I'm in fair dinkum. Well, maybe that's the thing. Uh, I'm hoping that maybe we put the curse on the them curse, and yeah. Parramatta might just have a chance. All right. Yeah, that's my theory as well, mate. <laughs> yes, <work>. that's right. <laughs> Super Saturday, Four Pines Park. The Seagulls taking on the West Tigers. I'm on Manly. Which way do you see this going, Gov? Yeah, look, both sides lost last week. Tommy Turbo's back, but I don't think he wins the game for him. But I think the confidence that he gives them gives him a chance to get out of the top of the Tigers. Solid? Yeah, I'll go with the Eagles. It's actually the first time the three Tavoyevich brothers are starting in the same side for Manly, so I'll go with Eagles. BB Prince Stadium then uh, is hosting the Sydney Roosters and the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the Sydney Roosters' firm favourites for this one, although their form recently has not been excellent by any standard and being beaten by the Dogs, they'd be smarting from that. I'm backing them to bounce back. Uh, what do you reckon, Solid? Yeah, look, I'll go with the Roosters, exactly what you just said. I think they'll bounce back. I'm no for feeder for the Titans. That'll be a, a yeah. drama for them, so I'll go with the Roosters. Gov? Yeah, look, both sides come into this one on a loss. Um, so I think the Roosters are gone because I'm going to go with you, Blakes, and get on them. All right. Well, we've destroyed the, another team. Fantastic. Uh, now we go to the Queensland Country Bank Stadium, North Queensland Cowboys, roaring hot favourites. The Newcastle Knights say uh, just ordinary at the moment. Uh, I, I can't see them uh, turning it around, particularly up there. And gee whiz, they'd be on a high after last weekend thumping Parramatta. Uh, I'm on the Cowboys. What do you reckon, Gov? Yeah, look, um, Knights were dismantled last week by the storm. You know, it was the storm, but, um, gee, they had nothing at all. Cowboys bring that down in form. They get away with this one fairly easily. Solid? Yeah, I think Pong is about to get a, a welcome home back up there to the Cowboys, and they'll just be trying to get more than two points the Knights more than what they got the last couple of weeks. So I got the Cowboys. I'm not sure I've ever seen double figures uh, when it comes to the betting uh, in a two-horse race. But the uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons go in at $10 to Melbourne Storm's $1.05. Uh, are we putting the money to the Salvation Army solid or are we putting it on the Dragons? Is there any chance they can take down the mighty Storm? 
No, no, give it straight to the Salvation Army. No. I know I know our mate there's going to be on the V, but he, he will be the only one. Yeah, I think you might be right. All right, Gov, why can they beat the storm? $10, I'll have some of that, I can yeah, tell I you. I bet you will, but you'll be yeah, thrown yeah, away. I'll we'll <laughs> <That's right. laughs> have a dollar. Only pay you the $10 if your team wins. You realise that, right? <laughs> Not just because you back them. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah, that's how it works. And mate. it's Aussie yeah. dollar. That's right. You can't use pesos. Okay. I might have a 1,000 yen on them. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Yeah, All look, right. the storm racked up 50 last week. They put 70 on them the week before, 30 the week before that. So really a tough assignment for the Dragons that go down to Amy Park. But, yeah, I'm going to stick with the Dragons. They oh, hit a little bit of form. They're nice and tough. McCulloch's got them going good around the middle of the ruck. Um what more do I need to say? Ten dollars, get in the queue. Oh, absolutely! They'll be lining up for that. Uh, and then the final uh, game of the round, Point, uh, Points Bet Stadium, uh, Cronulla Sharks hosting the Warriors. Say, uh, I don't know, poor old Warriors. You really got to feel from. Uh, I'm on the Sharkies. Uh, solid. Yeah, look, I'm going to go the Sharks as well. I think they're uh, going to be too good for the Warriors. Okay, and Gov. Yeah, make that three in a row, the Sharks. I get away at this one. All right. Plenty happening here locally, solid. Uh, and, of course, we've got the Host Plus Cup game happening tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be a magnificent uh, event. The PNG Hunters there against uh, uh, North Devils. And then before that, of course, the Western Clydesdales and the under-21s versus the North Devils. So get up there about 11 o'clock. It'll be a fantastic thing. There's some great, spectacular stuff happening with the PNG Hunters. And thanks to uh, them and... Uh, Queensland Rugby League for bringing that Host Plus game and helping us bring it here to showcase hopefully what the Western Clydesdales will be doing next year here with Host Plus every week. So it's a great opportunity for people to come have a look at this great game. Absolutely. And other local rugby league? Yeah, the TRL's all back in action this weekend. So after their weekend last week, and congratulations to the ladies, the Clydesdale women in uh, defending their 47th battalion title. I won it again up at uh, Gladstone on the uh, the weekend, so that was great. Uh, unfortunately, the men's couldn't defend their title. They went down, but uh, they played very well, and it was great to see them fellas getting an opportunity in rep football. Fantastic. All right. Well, plenty to uh, check out locally, plenty to check out when it comes to the NRL. You boys enjoy the rugby league, and we'll talk again next week. Thanks to Bottleman. Cheers, mate. Join leaders, Dobby Diehards, travel to Warwick and get away at this one for a win. Go the Diehards. You cannot be serious! Yes, I'm serious. And over the last decade or so, we've become far more aware and accepting than ever before of the massive shades of grey in our world, particularly surrounding individuals' sexuality and how they choose to identify themselves. But surely there is one aspect of each and every one of us that is undeniable. Our race. Well, not according to a British influencer who says they now identify as Korean. And we're not just talking eating kimchi for breakfast and driving a Kia. Ollie London has reportedly gone under the knife 15 times in the past eight years to get their face as close to Korean as possible. In fact, to look like their favourite member of K-pop band, BTS. The cost of these surgeries estimated to have been around $150,000. But many rightly so have criticised London for trivialising the Korea culture because they're suddenly trendy and was recently taken to task by a black woman on BBC's Would You Rather who was having none of London's idea that he was transracial. Transracial does not exist and I think it is very, very harmful for us to push the narrative that it is possible 
switch races. So just how did this social media influencer come to this revelation? I used to live in Korea. I was living there for one year. I love the culture. I love the history, the people. Now, I'm no influencer, but I'm not sure you can actually come out as Korean any more than I can come out as Chinese because I like the food and my first name's Lee or Rastafarian because I like Bob Marley and I'm partial to you anyway. You get the point. But no. I mean, what's next? People buying a carton of Four Pines Pale Ale, having a frontal lobotomy and coming out as a manly supporter? You cannot be serious! Well, yesterday, the big month-long celebration that is the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers was announced after what was a very successful year last year, despite it happening still during a global pandemic. Uh, Councillor James O'Shea from the Toowoomba Regional Council joins me to chat about it this morning. G'day, mate. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, very excited about the prospect of another carnival and certainly buoyed by those figures from last year. It was fantastic for our region, wasn't it? Yeah, last year was absolutely incredible. And as you rightfully said, during a a worldwide pandemic, but last year, you know, $22 million we had in spending as a result of the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers. 285,000 people across the entire month, 155,000 overnight stays, you know, so 60,000 lining the streets for that parade and 180,000 people visited the, the beautiful botanical gardens and over 85 visited Laurel Bank Park. So they're just a couple of the numbers of the Toowoomba Carnival of Flowers last month, uh, last year, sorry, and it was a huge success. And, and, then we, and, and look, we can only imagine and expect that we will see more this year, touch wood, hopefully by that time of year again, the way that we are trending, there'll be more opportunities for people to travel. And a bit of rain about this year, Mm. more than we've seen in a number of years, so our gardens have always looked great. I can't wait to see how they look with a bit of moisture on the ground. Now, uh, obviously, we know again it'll be a 30-day program. Mm. Uh, What are some of the big things that we'll be looking forward to this year as announced yesterday? Yeah, so part of that big 30-day program, again, it is anchored by feature events across each weekend, so that the first weekend being the 3rd of September, we will kick things off again at Spring Bluff. There will be a tipsy high tea, so stays in partnership with the Lockyer Valley Regional Council. Uh, and then, of course, as well, we go to that second week, which is that 9th till the 11th, is the Festival of Food and Wine. So uh, that was a great success last year, 15,000 people coming back to that. And again, hopefully everything goes the way that it's tracked and again, that we have more opportunities for people to, to travel and we will see that number increase again as well. But that one is uh, is back and everything will be announced for that with the lineup in early June. And then the third week, of course, the iconic, the, uh, the real jewel, jewel in the crown for us with the Grand Central Floral Parade. And then the final weekend, we see again the return of the cinema under the stars, which was a fantastic success last year. So that'll be happening this year at Newtown Park. But also we will see uh, the Teddy Bears Picnic, picnic Point. So uh, a young, I suppose, interactive show and things like that for, and, and, and of course, hence the title with the Teddy Bear Parade. So one for the young, and also the young at heart, I suppose you could say, Lee. So they're the feature events, I guess, of each weekend, but still a lot of other things that are going on across the month as well. So there is always something there for everybody. That is brilliant. Uh, the TCOF website, will that be up live uh, and running uh, with uh, information on these events? Yes, that's the best place for people to go. So if they jump onto that website, you can see everything that is happening. Important information on there for people in regards to the, the parade, so how to get involved with that. We saw the, the theme of that yesterday announced as well as Reflect, Connect and Sparkle. So it'll be wonderful to see how the, the different groups 
imagine that that particular theme and and, and what the the floats do look like on on that day in September. So, but yeah, the, the website is the best place to go, and you can see everything else that's happening there. So from from the treats, which continues as well, to uh, to, to the walking pub tours, of course, to Sideshow Alley, to the the night garden, and, and and everything else that will be happening across that wonderful month that is September. TCOF.com.au. That is the place to go for all the details, and we cannot wait for Carnival Time 2022. Councillor James O'Shea from the Toowoomba Regional Council, mate, thank you for your time this morning as always. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Welcome to the Triple M Darling Towns Breakfast Cafe. Answering the big questions and solving the problems of the world. Thirteen past eight, we do it with thanks to our wonderful friends Milk and Honey and Street in Toowoomba. And uh, please get out and support your local hospitality industry. They do a fantastic job on a cool morning. Great way to warm up some coffee and a bit of hot brekkie. Uh, joining us uh, in the studio this morning to discuss, uh, discuss our topic, uh, a cafe regular and one of our wonderful staff members in Dimity, our promotions guru. Good morning. Good morning, Lee. And we introduce you to a brand new member of the Triple M team here, uh, a brand new general manager for uh, for our business unit and uh, wonderful to have you not only in the building but also in the studio. Tanea, good morning to you. Thank you and good morning. All right, let's have a talk about this because the story popped up the other day. I subscribed to a friend's only fans and I think everybody's well aware of what these uh, uh, websites are now. And there's, that's one of them, but there's a number of them. Uh, and her boyfriend is furious with me. Yes, it was a bloke who uh, went on a, a OnlyFans page of a girl that he knew, and then the boyfriend's going, what are you doing, mate? You can't go and look at my girlfriend. Well, then why is she putting herself out on the World Wide Web with a subscription for people to pay for? Obviously, that's exactly what she wants. So you can't be picky and choosy about this. If you're going to put yourself out there like that, you can't be uh, saying, no, no, you don't. Uh, you can't be looking at it. Only these certain people can be looking at it. But it, but it brings up a much deeper story because this is the latest way for young people to make a quick buck. And a quick buck quite often has massive consequences. Dimity, do you think that these young people are really aside the consequences that this may bring up in years to come? No, I don't think so. I don't think they're aware of what it could do to them in the future and mm. down the track. Um, I mean, we'll talk about my favourite person in the world, Kim Kardashian, yeah. and her famous sex tape and what that did to her and how it's haunted her right throughout her career as she became more and more famous. Yep. Made so, her a billionaire. And it did. Uh, that's, exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> But she wasn't proud of it, and you know, no, and neither was Pam Anderson. And, and no. Robin, if you've watched that Pam and Tommy recently, I have not. I, she was devastated by that because she actually had a career. Mm. I mean, she was you know Baywatch very famous. She had a movie coming out, and then all of a sudden that movie came out, and it changed everything. And she didn't want it to go out. It's not as if she did it to get no. a few extra dollars or whatever. Somebody it stole a, that yes, tape and, and put it out there. So it's, it's a whole other thing. Very but, different. But this story. seems like a great idea. It seems so private because you're in your own bedroom and you're filming it, but. This is going to be there forever, uh, and and it could affect their lives down the track uh, tonight. Not only their their work life down the track, but it could also imagine the implications with your children and grandchildren, and all, because this stuff never goes away. Mm. Absolutely. But I think you already hit the nail on the head that consent plays a really big mm. part. So they've made the conscious decision that that's what they want to do. Yeah. And if that's what they do, 
they have to take the risks that go with that. Yes. Now, if this person you are speaking about was actually putting it out there and advertising the fact that she has an OnlyFans page, yeah, she wants people to yeah. know. Of course. And that's all people. And I suppose it depends you know, what content I mean, she's putting on there. It doesn't have to be... Right, it can like, be like feet. Like some people like to look at people's feet. Is, is that actually on OnlyFans? How do you know that, Dimity? Um, I don't have an OnlyFans <laughs> account. <laughs> God. OnlyFans.dimity slash feet. Right. I, <laughs> I hate feet, but by there's the way. All sort, there, there is all sorts of crazy stuff, isn't there? I mean, there, there really is. is. There's all sorts there's of crazy stuff. There's some weird stuff I, out there. There's women who pass wind I, on, on, the, on these websites. And, You've been and, researching. Uh, absolutely. He I, also I has an OnlyFans account, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I spent a lot of time researching this yesterday. Uh, <laughs> there are some really crazy ones out there. But, of course, the main thing here is some sort of salacious content. So of it's on the, a bit of strip tease, a bit of nudity, or, you know, right up to a triple X romp. So, as I say, my concern is, though, that this looks so easy. It's just another social media you know, platform. It's just like posting on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Uh, but what you're seeing and what they're revealing to the world is a lot more. And, you know, in my 20s, I might have considered that. But now as a 50-year-old man who's got kids and, and so forth, I don't know that I want that stuff out there. But I think the other thing to all of this is it's so easy to find if you're looking for a job, mm. a simple Google for that person's name. Yeah. It's not hard to find people's OnlyFans accounts, Instagram, Facebook, and you have to be so careful around what you post for your future and your career as well. And, I mean, if yeah. if you're not making a lot of money on OnlyFans, like there are some people that do make some very good money on oh, it. Oh, yeah. It could really jeopardise your future and your career. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Tanaya is a general manager. I, as someone who's going to be, you know, in, obviously employing people. I mean, is is this now already becoming a consideration? Is there already moves to looking at online activity and so forth just to see who is coming into the into your workplace? Absolutely. I don't there think there's any hiring manager at the moment who doesn't do a quick Google search or yep. a Facebook stalk of any potential yeah. candidate when job hunting. Yeah. Um, and I think it's even getting to the point, if you look, Facebook came out around 2007. Yep. Mm. So all of those people who were born just as Facebook came out are now getting to job searching age. Yes. Mm. So the little naked photos in the tub, all those cute baby pictures, life stories are now out there in the open for anyone to be able to see. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, down the track, I mean, what if this young woman wants to become a, a politician? I yeah. mean, you know, and thinks, you know what, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. And she's 45, 50, whatever, and thinks, this yeah. is what I'm going to do now. What's the first thing the opposition is oh, going to... Oh, they'll find it. They're going to find that OnlyFans absolutely. account. And, and once it's, it's on the everywhere. internet, it's on the internet for Forever. life. So you'd want yeah. to hope that this money you're making is a hell of a lot that yeah. you never have to do anything else mm. because you don't want to have this as a roadblock down the track. One triple three five three. do you think young people really understand the implications of what they're doing Online, uh, particularly with these uh, OnlyFans accounts. So, one triple three five three. You can certainly weigh in if you want to. 